Section 15 of The Age of the Condottieri by Oscar Browning. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 7. Lorenzo de' Medici, Galeazzo Maria Sforza, Part 2. The conspiracy of the Pazzi was a product of various causes. In this plan was the desire to get rid of a tyrant. This was an unlovely and unlooked-for result of the study of antiquity. The same feeling had driven Stefano Precario in 1453 to form a conspiracy against Pope Nicholas V, and it caused the murder of Galeazzo Maria to be received in Florence with a certain degree of approbation. The Principate was consolidating itself. This had been shown as early as 1474 by the harsh measures which were taken to suppress the revolt of Volterra. Relations had also become strained between the Florentines and the Pope, but the exact reasons of the quarrel remain in obscurity. The expedition of a condottiere general, Carlo Forte Braccia da Montone, son of the famous Braccio, in 1477, for the conquest of Siena, is supposed to have had something to do with it the sienese suspected that the florentines had connived at the enterprise and they claimed the support of the pope ferrante and the duke of milan they revenged themselves by capturing the castle of montone on september twenty seventh the pope accused the florentines of having made montone master of perugia and of having stirred up the war with siena at any rate in february fourteen seventy eight there was a close alliance between the pope and king ferrante for the advantage of girolamo riario ferrante was to have siena perhaps riario was to have florence traders were not wanting in florence itself one of the most powerful of the florentine families was that of the pazzi who stood only second to the medici in consideration and wealth cosimo had taken care to marry the sister of lorenzo to Giulielmo de Pazzi. His elder brother, Francesco, was sullen, jealous, and discontented, and waited eagerly for an opportunity of overturning the rival family. This local jealousy was fostered by the court of Rome under the influence of Girolamo Riario, who was always stirring up his uncle to overthrow the power of the Medici. Francesco Pazzi was made the banker of the Holy See instead of the House of Medici there was also another cause of quarrel on the death of filippo de medici archbishop of pisa in fourteen seventy four sixtus the fourth appointed francesco salviati to the vacant see salviati was a florentine but not of the medician party and lorenzo refused to give him the possession of the cathedral the pope had also wished to make him archbishop of florence but lorenzo obtained this dignity for his relative rinaldo orsini the conspirators found an instrument ready to their hands in the person of john battista de montisecco a mercenary soldier in the service of count girolamo riario it is from his confession written down at florence on may fourth fourteen seventy eight of which there is no reason to doubt the correctness that we derive the best information as to the details of the conspiracy the confession is especially important as throwing light on the question as to exactly how far pope sixtus the fourth was implicated in the plot 
the guilt of giuliano's murder was generally ascribed to the pope but it is certain that he limited himself to the desire of a change in the government of florence and that he expressly forbade the shedding of blood he said i do not desire the death of any one on any account because it is not consistent with our office to consent to the death of any one and although lorenzo is a villain and is on bad terms with us yet i do not wish his death on any account but only a change of government on girolamo suggesting that the pope would at least grant absolution after the deed if it could not be effected in any other way sixtus replied thou art a beast and turning to montesecco told him that he must wrest the government from the hands of lorenzo and that then we will make of that republic what we desire and it will aid in a great purpose of ours whether sixtus ought not to have known that a change in government was impossible without murder is another question and we must condemn him for being an accessory before the fact the conscience of montesecco was not appeased and he asked the count on another occasion if it was really true that his uncle consented to the crime girolamo answered do you not know that we can make him do anything we please troops were now brought up from the romagna and from arezzo to take the necessary measures when the deed was done the plan was finally matured in the villa of the pazzi at montughi another young cardinal being present raffaele sansone sister's son to girolamo riario who had been recently raised to the purple the other conspirators were two of the family of the salviati both bearing the name of giacomo bernard di bandino de baroncelli antonio maffei of volterra a papal scribe who wished to avenge in the person of lorenzo the desolation of his native city stefano bagnone the chaplain of giacomo de pazzi and giacomo de poggio bracciolini also rinaldo and Giulielmo de pazzi the latter of whom had married a sister of the medici it had been determined not to carry out the design unless both brothers were present and the first plan was to effect it at a banquet given by lorenzo to the new cardinal sansone in the medici villa at fiesole now the villa mozzi but it was put off because giuliano could not be present on account of ill health polichon tells us this who was himself present at the banquet as the tutor of lorenzo's son then a boy of seven years old it was then determined that the murder should take place on sunday april twenty sixth in the cathedral of florence at the moment of the elevation of the host in the morning montesecco entered florence with thirty mounted arquebusiers and fifty foot soldiers the archbishop salviati went to the public place with some armed men to drive out the priors montesecco had been told off to kill lorenzo but he refused and antonio of volterra and stefano bagnone were put in his place at the given moment when it was assumed that both brothers were kneeling in adoration bernardo baroncelli francesco de pazzi and others fell upon giuliano at the first wound he attempted to escape but his strength failed him he fell to the ground and was soon dispatched antonio of volterra stabbed lorenzo in the neck but he defended himself with the assistance of the cavalcanti family fled into the sacristy on the gospel side now decorated with the doors of sansovino and held his own against his assailants the young cardinal sansone only seventeen years old 
looked on in wonder at a scene of which he probably understood but little the town rose to the cry of pale pale not for freedom but against the murderers while this was going on the archbishop was at the public palace talking with the standard-bearer of justice and waiting for the moment when the uproar in the street should announce that the deed was done the standard-bearer suspected him from his talk and arrested him at the same time giacomo de pazzi occupied the gate of santa croce with montesecco and his arquebusiers he then went into the great square to rouse the people and to assist his nephew francesco who had been wounded finding that all was lost he first retired to his house and then fled by the santa croce gate the archbishop salviati and some others of the conspirators were hanged from the windows of the public palace and the same fate befell francesco de pazzi who was dragged from his house naked and bleeding the rest of the conspirators were executed Monteseco was beheaded on may fourth beroncelli fled to constantinople but was surrendered and executed december twenty ninth fourteen seventy nine niccolo vespucci alone escaped giovanni de pazzi was buried in the family chapel in the church of santa croce a heavy rain fell on that day which was taken to signify the displeasure of heaven that so notorious a malefactor should be buried in holy ground his body was disinterred and laid behind the murate the rain continuing his corpse was again dug up and after being dragged ignominiously through the city with scornful songs was thrown into the arno it was never seen again and it was said that the devil had taken it the property of the pazzi was confiscated the square in front of their palace received a new name and the remaining members of the family changed for the time at least their arms and their appellation the family still exists at florence at the present day giuliano was the darling of the populace he died unmarried but left an infant child who was adopted by lorenzo and who forty-five years afterwards became pope under the name of clement the seventh he justified the conspiracy of the pazzi by enslaving florence and placing a dynasty of spurious and degenerate medici on the throne the conspiracy only served to increase the reputation of lorenzo giuciardini concludes his account of the conspiracy with the following words such was the end of civil dissensions and discords one party is exterminated the head of the other becomes lord of the city his supporters and adherents become his subjects the people and the state are enslaved the principate becomes hereditary gino caponi observed that all the great conspiracies which took place in italy from the middle of the fifteenth to the middle of the sixteenth century ended in the same way the porcri the pazzi the fieschi the murderers of galeazzo sforza of alessandro de medici and of pierluigi farnese the principates were not overthrown and the conspirators lost their lives it is said that the young cardinal never forgot the horror of that terrible hour the pallor of terror clung to him until death he had been imprisoned on the day of the murder and was not set free till june twelfth end of section fifteen